Hello everybody. I'd like to welcome you all to the third season of NMIMS Bangalore's very own podcast series NM Broadcast. Today we have with us Mr. Shashi Bakshi. Sir is truly a jack of all trades with his in-depth knowledge across a myriad of domains. He is seasoned in strategizing and professional consulting with experience across industries and functions. His key areas of interest are automotive and customer experience management. Beyond his professional life, Sir is a published author and has a flair for writing about the retail economy and public policy among other topics. Today, Sir will help us get a better understanding of the future of consulting. Sir, we are so happy to have you with us. Great, thank you so much, Anjani, for the introduction. And yes, uh, really glad to be here. So, to begin with, uh, Sir, we are seeing a lot of disruptions in various industries. Example, shared mobility, electrification, and automotive, amongst others. So, how exactly is strategy and management consulting transforming itself to meet the needs of this ever-changing environment? Right. So, Anand, yes, uh, that's a very good question. Um, so, uh, these disruptions in various industries um, are because of the advent of uh, technology. Uh, you're seeing like uh, 5G getting introduced in uh, all over the world. Um, in India, it's more recent, but uh, in the developed economies, uh, there are some very strong cases which have already come into play. Uh, and then along with that uh, there is uh, another disruption that we have been seeing for a decade now is that uh, earlier uh, everyone used to have uh, their entire digital ecosystem on premise uh, in you know the data servers that they used to maintain but uh, slowly uh, uh, with the cloud uh, enablement and cloud computing everyone is switching either to AWS, um, Azure, or other uh, cloud uh, providers for for their uh, data storage needs and also for their computing needs. Um, in such an environment, like you know, uh, strategy and consulting, what happens is when we get into any kind of project, uh, we basically look at the problem statements for which we have been brought in, whether that is revenue uh, reduction, uh, that is uh, plaguing the clients or uh, whether that is like, you know, high costs that are uh, plaguing them. And uh, from there, like, you know, it, it might be either these two or any other uh, problem statements that they might approach us with. Uh, we basically do our uh, thorough analysis of what the ASIS environment looks like. Um, where are the gaps uh, in this as is environment and what helps us in identifying these gaps is basically having very strong benchmarks across industries uh, of how you know um, that particular industry to, should function and then from there onwards uh, we are then able to identify a 2B landscape or maybe a north star for them now, when we are identifying any North Star for them, uh, that is where these disruptive um, technologies come into play. Uh, when we are defining their operating models, uh, to fulfill those operating models, we need to always keep these advanced enablers in mind, whether that is cloud, whether that is, uh, you know, uh, the 5G network and the use cases that these um, these are uh, supporting these days uh, and uh, because um, as we progress the customer expectations across industries are 
are uh, you know coming to even the legacy industries so take the example of mobile phones right uh, when at the start of this century mobile phones were just a device to call people up but as in you know decades progressed um, uh, mobile has become a part of us uh, it's an extended body part so to say now the kind of experience that you get through gamification of mobile phone uh, you expect the same from legacy industries as well and a very good example of that that you quoted was automotive where uh, you ex- start expecting that kind of an experience from your automobile as well and that's where you know you will see more and more gamification happening in the automotive industry in your product in your vehicles and that requires uh, uh enablement through these modern technologies which are present so even though like you know as a strategy uh, professional uh, we are there to solve you know bigger problems and then uh, create operating models for them uh, but at the end of it we are uh, you know required to know what the enablers the modern enablers can do for them and how they can deploy get deployed in the strategy that we are formulating and that's that's how you know we are coping up with uh, the ever changing environment of industries where we are continuously learning ourselves developing use cases that can uh, be supported by these modern technologies and digital uh, enablers and then taking it to the client and uh, sometimes in a reactive fashion when the client comes to us or most of the times in a very proactive manner approaching the client with those value cases and telling them that they should be adopting them uh, and being a market leader rather than a lagar thank you sir that really gives like a very clear picture of what how things are done in the modern day uh, speaking of modern what skill set does one have to develop to become a modern consultant right so you know like i mentioned uh, for a modern consultant uh, there are these quotients that we define right um, and i told you that we are required to be a step ahead of what the technology can do for us where we continuously keep studying uh, along with our technology consultants uh, along with our technology counterparts as to you know what is the architecture of uh, of any particular uh, platform or any particular application or any particular technology that is coming into play and what all value cases business cases can that platform application support uh, in terms of what we want to enable for the client so that's the first question that you should have as uh, a modern consultant the technology question where even though you don't know how to code you, but you should definitely uh, be networking with the technology folks and understanding uh, these enablers so that you can keep developing value cases for your clients so that's one the second is nowadays the um, the people in general and the companies are also becoming very aware of the ecosystem uh, the ecological damage that we are doing to earth right and uh, living in a sustainable fashion uh, is very important uh, for everyone for 
um, most of the people that we interact with, uh, for most of the companies that we interact with, uh, some of the important goals that they are chasing is uh, uh, having uh, zero carbon emissions or you know achieving carbon neutrality in emissions, uh, amongst others, right? Um, and uh, that's the other uh, question that uh, the modern consultant has to adopt or has to. Um, engage in, which is the sustainability portion, where we need to learn uh, how we can, when we advise clients or when we create a blueprint for our clients, how that is going to help them uh, meet their sustainability goals as well. So that's the second one. Uh, the third one, as I mentioned, and it is related to the first two as well, uh, but you know, you need to have an innovation quotient where you are continuously trying to invent better ways of doing things. Uh, if you're not doing that, then you are as good as anyone who is there in the industry. You won't be able to strategize for them. You won't be able to, uh, you know, give them solutions to their problems, out of box solutions to their problems, or even for them at the simple solutions to their problems. You have to have that innovation quotient. And that innovation quotient comes from continuously looking at things and asking yourself how this can be done better first. And second, like, you know, if you're seeing uh, emerging technology, uh, keep asking, how can I apply it to maybe, you know, my industry? So I sp uh, specialize in automotive industrial equipment. And uh, whenever I see any technology, uh, 5G, blockchain, uh, amongst others, I keep asking myself, like, you know, how can I help uh, my clients to become better by utilizing these particular technologies, right? So that's the innovation option. Then uh, there is a fourth one, which is uh, the value quotient, right? Uh, at the end of the day, you should always uh, have your eye on what value you're creating for your client. And that is true for a legacy consultant as well, and as well for a modern consultant. If you're not creating value for your client, and if you're not creating 360 value for your client, then you are uh, behind in the race. And when I say 360 value uh, 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 quotient or, you know, 360 uh, value creation, that is where you just don't look at uh, say the dollar impact you also look at uh, employee experience you look at customer experience you look at uh, sustainability uh, goals are being met or not you look at other like you know diversity goals are being met or not in your solutions if you have a 360 value uh, view or perspective that's when you know the client sees the differentiator as well and you are able to give much more to the client than maybe you know a legacy consultant would have been able to so yes so these are the like you know aspects that i would uh, i would uh, say that a model consultant should have so thank you so much for that answer i'm sure all our listeners are taking notes right now so what do you think what does it take for one to actually succeed in this career you just need to be very determined consistent uh, you need to be the go-to person in consulting uh, where uh, 
being a responsible uh, person who always like you know strives to deliver you know i'm not saying who always delivers who strives to deliver is very important because that's when like you know your client your leadership will always fall back on you if they know that you know this this person is responsible this person is you know someone who will strive to uh, you know uh, get the solution uh, consistently and be persistent in in getting solutions that's when you are going to be uh, successful in your career thank you sir that was very insightful so so the more i understand about consulting i feel that it must be like a very hectic job so how do you achieve work life balance right no and i think like you know nowadays uh, hectic lifestyle not just in consulting but in every walk of life uh, you get to experience that uh, i think like you know one of the most important things and these are all these are all that you know successful people are implementing in their life right they are drawing boundaries uh you you make sure that you are drawing boundaries uh from the get go uh where you are like you know having that personal space which you are not ready to uh, ready to uh, invade by your professional life that's extremely important um and for me you know uh, you mentioned about me publishing my novel raising help for peace um uh i was able to do that uh, only because i i drew that boundary for myself right where i said hey listen you know i'm going to work 12 hours 14 hours whatever it requires but then i'm going to dedicate 2 hours of my life to my book okay now this also comes along with i having a son and loving uh, and a loving wife and i just love spending time with them um i i take my uh, son for squash um and uh, uh, over the weekends we enjoy a lot of time together playing the game uh that's another aspect that you know i don't want to compromise on luckily um the nature of my consulting where i mostly have international clients uh either i end up like you know traveling on site but a lot of times i also uh, consult offshore and work from home is a flexibility that i get uh with my team capability network uh in accenture and uh, because of that there is a time in the afternoon one hour time that i have blocked on my calendar which is dedicated to my son where i'm like you know spending time with him i'm tutoring him in his studies and uh, then like you know weekends uh, i am like you know most of my times i'm spending with him and my wife so i'm drawing that line and making sure that you know i'm not allowing anyone else to uh, budge into it that that is one the second is uh, you need to be disciplined right uh, and that's how when i started writing my book back in july 2019 um and i completed it in november 2020 in that time period uh, i was completely dedicated and disciplined that hey list is this is my project that i want to make sure that, that i finish uh, in a timely fashion um i don't lose steam and like you know uh, it it was a passion project and i made sure that you know uh, along with my other priorities which is professional and personal i am giving 
taking out time for this as well and that comes only with discipline this person collaborating with me uh, in the form of my editor uh, made sure that you know uh, it 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 became an external motivation uh, for being disciplined that you know hey i have committed a time to my editor that i'm going to submit my uh, this much part of the story by then let's just get down to do it right um, so that's that's another aspect uh, that you need to keep in mind that uh, that will help you uh, in creating work life balance thank you sir that really made a lot of sense and i'm sure it requires a lot of vigor and discipline to like ensure that your work life balance is maintained so thanks a lot sir uh, we gained a lot of new insights on the topic of consulting and it was a pleasure having you with us today thank you sir great thank you so much for having me